This was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> oh, Jack. You see that I am real, Jack. You do believe me now, don't you? Huh? I, I don't know what to believe. Believe it, Jack. Believe it because it's true. I want you to listen to me, and I want you to listen good. Right? Yes. Because we're in this together, and we got to help each other out. You don't work at the lab, do you? Lab? No, I work at Safeway. And you don't know anything about the experiment? What experiment? Miniaturization experiment. Oh. All right. Jack, my name is Lieutenant Tuck Pendleton. I've been miniaturized. I was supposed to be injected into the body of a laboratory rabbit, and somehow I got inside you instead. What do you mean, somehow? How? All I know is I was inside a syringe... Now I'm inside you. <laughs> and we are back. Let you now. And we are back with this was rad podcast. Willow was I mean literally I'm watching her hold a chew. Like she had she took the bite, held it in her mouth, waiting for me to start. So that oh, she I can could... hear that. I can hear that. Yeah, I can hear the chewing now. Yeah, yeah. Great. It's, it's great audio. Great. People come back for that. I'm Paul. Yeah, I'm Greg. I'm Willow and I'm hungry. Yeah, you are. Well, send you, me some you... food. Put a P.O. box you're, in there. I mean, you're eating now. I should Isn't just keep... That... Maybe I should just keep, like, a box of Snickers. <clears throat> maybe. Oh, did I trigger you? I know that's a thing you kids say Love nowadays. Love Snickers. Triggered, right? That's a thing? That's a thing. We'll say it's a thing. Willow's got a yeah. coffee. Oh, my goodness. Do you, want to, uh, you didn't even buy that for me. Don't pretend, like, you're actually no, 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 no. I'm... I, I still I get old one. Up. No, no, keep going, keep going. Don't, don't. I still don't get one for the, for the <laughs> podcast. So, like later on, I still get one for the podcast. Yes, person. yes. You've gotten coffee plenty of time. You drink all my coffee. And your yeah. point is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg, what movie did we do? Well, yeah, we watched Inner Space. <laughs> do you just want to keep? I know. No, your it, face... you know, I was, I was hoping it was going to go somewhere, <laughs> but face... much like, like we were talking about before, it was just total clickbait. Once, <laughs> once I saw where it was uh, headed, audio... I was like, "This is lame." Audio clickbait. I'm I like exiting it. Yeah. out of this right now. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Your face said, "This is going to go someplace," and then no, no, I just yeah. No, you know where it goes. You know where didn't it didn't at all. It just goes to a grounding. Is what it ends up as. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah, I got a plantation. What? <laughs> what willow bought a plantation no 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 you did I not she watched 101 dalmatians and was like solid investment opportunity dalmatian plantation yes at least it wasn't django and chained like i'll take dalmatians <laughs> like at least that makes sense <laughs> i i still want to see how much money he got back from that grand idea of dalmatian plantation <laughs> i feel like i feel like if we could fast forward just a year just Utter ruins. The Dalmatians are eating each other. It's oh my gosh! Like, it's right? just pandemonium, right? Yeah. I, 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 I can't afford to. I, I can't afford to feed them all. There's a, no. there's a there's a hundred of them. 
There's 101. I did not think this through. <laughs> I sold one song. I thought that was the beginning, the tip of the iceberg. I'd sell millions right. more. Now, is that one of two thinking that 101 would be the max? You know, I'm... there were these 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 kids called the Beatles showed up, and suddenly I can't sell a song to anyone. I got nothing now. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to be like, don't don't want to change a thing from like Armageddon. Like, it'll be in weddings, and it'll be, yeah, no. I'll be making no. money forever, but it's 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 not. No. <laughs> no. no. It's nothing. Oh my goodness, guys, did you hear about the um, kid who went trick-or-treating and someone put a ramen noodles thing in? Then the mom was like, I'm livid. It was like a whole meme. It was great. Why? <laughs> ramen noodles? Yeah, like in the kid's Good. Halloween basket. Good. I know, right? As a like, score. And then the mom's like, no. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the Pastafarians are very upset about this whole thing. Yeah. Did you ever have anybody like, gave you, like, that, that gave you like the pear or the apple? Gross. No, because my parents, like complete morons, believed that people would put razor blades in the apples, even though that's literally never happened. Ever. It's never no, happened no. once. Why no. in the apple? And I think that was a, I think that was the first Snopes article ever. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it was one of the first. And um, so no, we never got everything was wrapped, and my parents did the thing where they would take the candy and like squeeze it to make sure that like the air was still, you know, the, you know, the seal was still good. Oh, really? You know, when it hadn't been pierced by a needle, you know, and injected with rat poison or something. And, um, yeah, so that that never happened. We did have the dentist on our street who, instead of giving candy, gave everyone those little, the little tiny toothpastes. Oh, and a yes. And new sealed yeah, toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did have that guy. Um, which I wasn't even mad at as a kid. I was just like, hey, free toothpaste, free toothbrush, whatever. I need now, one. If someone wants to send one to me, that'd be great. Yeah, we never had that. You do. I, I can't. What, Willow, have you had the same toothbrush since like what, like like third grade or something? Like what? How bad do you need a toothbrush? Or like a dollar? Well, someone used mine, even though he clearly said that he would get the blue one and I'd get the gray one. I found a little gross stuff in my gray one. I was like, "Who used it?" And he slowly raised his hand. It was PB, wasn't it? it was. I do not it use was. used to- toothbrushes. It's gross. Actually, Willow, every time you brush your teeth after that first time, you always use a used toothbrush. Used by others, you know what I meant. Oh, okay, Stop no, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> she, she called you, know you salty. You know, what, you know what, people love a, a, a nitpicker, so, um, you know. But, um, well, that's, fair. that's fair, that's fair. Are we here to, are we here to talk about a movie? I had to be the guy, <laughs> can, can we just move on? Yeah, okay. So, I got m See that, Greg, that's what I do is I ask the question that brings us on the tangent, and then I'm the, also the guy that gets upset that we're on the tangent. That we're on a tangent, yeah. Dude, who put fair. yellow that's M&Ms fair. in here? It's like it's like a Frankenstein uh, thing you've got going on, where you create something and then you're upset you created it. Oh, yeah. And you need yeah. to destroy and I, it. And I need to destroy it. Yep. That's, yep, that's, that's my burden right there. Inner space. Let's just Inner kick space. it off. 1987, <laughs> Joe Dante, our our good friend who directed Gremlins. Yes. Um, um, and, and I did not know this until the credits, produced by Steven Spielberg. I did not either. I I mean, looking back now, it is a Steven Spielberg movie. It, it, it has his tone. Sense. I did not know he had any involvement with this at all. He's not that I remembered. Some of the things that I did remember, though, is I... I oh I mean obviously the big thing is the whole miniaturization and all that stuff. I remember when uh, I always remembered when he would uh, when he was trying to get like the optical and the audio set up. Yep. And he yep. would like grab his eyeball because I I just remember as a kid. Um, I always remember that. You know, the, just like the thing oh. going into the eyeball. I always remember that too. Yep. Um, I, interesting. Uh, 
we'll get into it. I didn't realize it was an actual camera. I always thought it was some other kind of device. No, it's mm-hmm. just a camera he just shoves through his eyeball and right, yeah, no, you know, the, the... it's just a, it's just a JVC. <laughs> How does VHS. that work? Whatever. Who, who cares? Just one of those things. Um, a couple of other things that I always remember uh, is it Igo, Mister Igo, Ego, y- yeah, yeah, the guy like um, with the mechanical hand. Um, yeah, I just I call always, him Gun Hand. That yeah, was Mr. yeah, that guy was always uh, prevalent in my mind in the face change scene. Okay, yeah, because um, I, I remember, remember that was always kind of like, yeah, that was always kind of like really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought it was kind of cool. You never change your face. Uh, no, I do not have a little man in a sub who has the ability to change both uh, uh, physical, uh, muscle, skin, and bone structure. Uh, if we're gonna be completely honest, yeah, um, a lot so of. So I just added a mask to him, like a Screw you, him. face off. Screw you. <laughs> That's right. Done better here by Joe Dante. <laughs> uh, I remember all that stuff too. I also remember when he sees the fetus. Um, that yes. always, uh, was, that was, that left an impression when I was a kid. I always remember when they, um, they're using the telephone booth and they're standing on each other's shoulders. Oh, at the, end the, of the mini movie, the people. Guys. Yes. Yes. That, that I always remembered that. And I always remembered how he had to sneeze on the guy's glasses. Oh yeah. yeah at I, the end. And I always, cause as a kid, I was always like, mm, seems like a high margin of error. <laughs> right. It seems like. He's really small, and a sneeze goes all over the place. What if it landed on his shirt or on his pants? Yeah, exactly. What if, in his eyebrow. Like, it's over. Or, what I don't know, it? as we've discovered in this movie, right back into another mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's... How does that work? Um, Yeah. Kissing. Apparently, I've been doing it wrong all these years. Yeah. Because the goal is to just suck the air out of the <laughs> other person. No, it's like an injection of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you do it, Greg, did you not know that the best way to kiss is to fill your mouth with a gallon of water and then sucker yeah, your no. face to somebody I, else? I I wish I had known. I probably would have been a lot more popular in high school. I think so, I too. I don't know. I Yeah. I'm going to have to find a white paper on this and do some more research, I think. I, I, I You know what? It sounds like something that can win you a uh, Nobel laureate. So I, I, w- I would like that. You yeah. get money for that. You know, you win a Nobel Prize. Do you uh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I'll take yeah. it. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, well, I'll I'll take a tenth of what they want to just make up a stupid category, like just to make me happy. Like, oh, Nobel Prize for uh, movie research on kissing. Uh, you get $25. Like, yeah, high five. I'll All right. That. Yeah. Do I get the statue bucks. too? Or is it just uh... I I like to think, a la Will Wheaton's tabletop, that they give you a trophy that is clearly from somebody's house for a completely different thing, oh. and they just put tape over it, and they've yes. written your name in in Sharpie, and they're like, ta-da, no, we, you can't actually keep this, you just get a picture, and then we take it back. Right, it's just a picture yeah. of a guy swimming. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you've, you've won. Well, there was water uh, so, involved, yeah, you're good. Um, Willow, have you Willow. seen, have you ever seen this film before? I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the answer. I'm guessing it's no, much like the microphone's position near you, nowhere near you. Oh, wait, dogs. Dog yeah. was Willow's saving a dog's sorry. life. I want to make sure yeah. it's can you, can you, can you put down that I Remember You song by Sarah McLaughlin at this point in the, in the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Just Anytime we speak right. about the dog, yes, from now on. Yeah. Yeah. She's not dead. Okay. What yeah, but she could be if people don't donate to the podcast, right? Oh. Oh, guilty. She's dead. You know, we guys. Have- Gotta donate, make yeah. me feel better. We've been we've been doing the whole just honestly <laughs> help fear. us out. We got it. We got to go guilt and fear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah, guilt. Agreed. Guilt, guilt and fear. 
Uh, just hope no. Uh, CNN Don't listen to on. what's on the floor. Going crunch, crunch. Don't do it. It's a trap. So Willow, had you had you seen this movie before? No. No. What did you think it was going to be about, Willow? I thought they'd go into space. Crazy me. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess it was about the space inside the human body. Nope, I nope. guess it's. I thought it'd be outer space, but nope, it's inner space, and I feel like an idiot now that I just came up with that. I was gonna say Willow. <laughs> I'm gonna call foul on you because the movie's inner space, not outer space. So that's definitely on you. The I, movie is called Inner Space. I thought it would be outer space, and I just, I just realized how stupid that sounds. <laughs> that, there, 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 there is a special sort of uh, joy in watching somebody talk through the argument they had <laughs> yes, and watching yes. it crumble completely before them. I do, I do love when that happens. So, okay, well, let's let's get right to it. Uh, we open up with uh, drunk Dennis Quaid uh, ruining a party. Yeah, I thought that was the other guy from um, Yours, Mine, and Ours. It is uh, the from the guy? remake. Yes, Dennis Quaid was in the remake. Of yours, mine, and ours, which had Miranda Cosgrove. I thought those and a couple other people there. Drake Bell, no, yeah, um, uh, Hillary Duff too, right? Yeah, killing it. Yeah. Uh, wait, I thought it was like Tom Hanks. That's not Tom Hanks. No, that's Dennis Quaid. Who's Tom Hanks then? Tom Hanks. Wait, who is Tom uh, Hanks? Willow, I find it hard to believe you don't know who Tom Hanks is. Come on. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, he was. Um. Well, he was. You Forrest know what's funny? Gump. Gee, we haven't even watched any of his movies yet. I'm going to say, yeah, Big. We could watch Big. Um, a, a movie you'd know that Tom Hanks was in that's relatively recent. Um, gee, you know, Tom Hanks makes movies for adults. It doesn't have to so be relatively. So you probably haven't seen. You probably thought they were. Well, I, I'll tell you right now. He's the voice of Woody uh, from Toy Story. That doesn't help because it's not his face. But I'm trying to think. Like, like, like the last couple movies he's been in, I can't imagine Willow had any. What about the SpongeBob movie? Wasn't he in that? Seeing. No. Oh. Wait, what? What? What movie did then you? Then who was in? the guy on the surfboard? That was David Hasselhoff. That's who it was. What? It's <laughs> not even remotely so, close. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold. I mean, if I mean, if uh, you, because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna guess Willow. You haven't seen like Sully or Castaway, uh, Saving Mr. Banks, or Captain Phillips, Saving or... Brian. Brian. Yeah, you haven't seen you know, any of those. any any of that stuff. No, uh, Charlie Wilson's War, Da Vinci Code, Saving Private Ryan, like any of those. So, like, not in mine, yours, and ours. Yeah, no, no, that was that was Dennis right, Quaid. Point. Who's this guy? So, since I was like right. six and I knew and I watched that movie, I just always believed it was Tom Hanks, and no <laughs> one thought to correct me. No, no, even better, you thought that was Tom Hanks, and then when you saw David Hasselhoff, you thought that that was also Tom Hanks. <laughs> No, I knew that was Hasselhoff. This is the Kurt Russell thing all over again. (laughs) No, I knew that one was Hasselhoff because they chant it in SpongeBob. I just forgot for a minute. Okay. It's a lapse of time. Okay. Well, anyway. Mandela effect. All you need to know is the opening. You have have Dennis Dennis Quaid. He's he's just, he's drunk. Yes. And and it's like a party for all these people that are going to go into test piloting. They're test piloting these new experimental aircrafts, and he's not. And he's. Uh, drunk and he's telling everybody how great he is, and then a fight breaks out, and well, Meg and, like, Ryan's everyone there. Everyone starts and getting she, like, mad. I don't understand. That, that's that's the setup for Guys. his character. He's kind of past his prime and doesn't really yeah. have anything to well, to mo- guys, motivate him anymore. What party isn't at its top notch when there isn't a salty drunk guy? Well, that's what it is. Exactly. He comes out of the don't, kitchen, don't. Oh and then he immediately draws into the longest backhanded compliment ever. Yes, yeah, right. You guys are the greatest. You get to do all 
kinds of stuff. You get to do that. You get to fly these things. If only you were as good as me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a slow burn. It was. But it, a burn. Because as you're watching, you're almost like, where's she going? It sounds like it's really good. Oh, there it is. Oh, there's. There it is. And there everyone's is. waiting for it. You can see the look on their face. Yeah, They're yeah. Like, we know where you're going, Grandpa. <laughs> Just get there. We've heard this before. Yes. Just get to the end where you talk about you. Um. Anyway, so Meg Ryan... <laughs> Um, and him Meg uh, go Ryan. home, and he he seduces her with that one song that all women are susceptible to, that Cupid song. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it's another one of these. So I, I, I've been trying, I don't want to go super political, but I, I've been struggling with this whole, you know, you know, like rape culture and stuff like that and all that stuff. And, and we then we watch this, this movie, my comment. And, and literally Dennis Quaid just proceeds to make Assumption after assumption that blocks her from leaving an exit yes. a couple times. Yes. Yeah, no, there's Physically a lot of grabs this, her. things like it's right. clearly supposed to be charming. Right. Like, like we're supposed to watch and be like, oh, look she, at that Dennis Quaid. She, she and looks, now we're like, oh, look at that Dennis Quaid. No, right. Dennis Quaid's got problems. She, she looks completely disgusted and wants to leave. He goes, Oh, come on, baby. Strokes her face and then she immediately goes, ah. <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, nope, maybe I did learn something from from movies. I didn't think it was this one. I mean, yeah. I, I would have gone more of a Scarface uh, scenario, but apparently this was, <laughs> this is more of a subtle turn into it. Scarface, I'm going to write that Is that down. why people are blaming the raped and not the rapers now? What? Wait, what? You know how like, people always like um, blame the innocent ones and don't care about the ones who actually raped them? Is that why that's happening now? Okay, wait. Culture? It, innocent no? ones are victims. Yeah. We have to victims. be very careful on this one. <laughs> victims. Yeah. Oh, yeah. victim blaming. Yeah. That's why I don't oh, want to yeah, get no, super that's, into that's, it. That's, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I, I, I'm trying to keep it on the funny, <laughs> if I could. But I want to go to the hardcore and deep <laughs> We are not. We <laughs> are not <laughs> delving into <laughs> the wow. hardcore subject of, of rape culture. With a victim blaming well, no. With a 15-year-old while talking about the movie Inner Space. It's not happening. I'm I just, was just going to say, I don't think you could find two more unqualified people to <laughs> no, talk about this no, you and I. No. I am no. 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 Willow, please go ask someone else about this. I yes. can't help you. Yeah, okay, please. I'll text mom and tell her that you brought it up. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I don't like where this. Actually, no, I do like where this is headed. <laughs> no, no, this, this turns horrible. Let's move right, along. Anyway, anyway, here's all all we need to know is um, he, the next while morning. This is happening, and, and Meg Ryan is basically in the morning, she's like trying to escape without him knowing. She left him a note. He yes. still knows. And, and anyway. Yeah. Uh, while that's happening, we have Martin Short, uh, whose character's name is Jack. He's a, a hypochondriac. He's always at the doctor's office. Yes, He's always yes. having trouble. And uh, the doc tells him, look, you need to go somewhere where you just relax. That's all your problem is. You just so, you don't want excitement. You just got to chill out. How, now, I want to explore this doctor because he comes back a couple times <clears throat> and I had some serious questions about him. To start yeah. off with, as he's giving the physical, he asks Martin Short, oh, well, tell me about the dream. I don't know. Yeah. Are, are, are you also a psychologist? Uh, uh, are you, are I, you? I feel like th- this guy is, uh, Jack is this doctor's meal ticket. Oh, and just, no. He just has written papers upon papers on this guy, no, no, no. and he's just publishing like crazy. He literally says, Jack, I depend on your visits. You're the cornerstone of 
of my practice. Yeah, and I <laughs> like literally, no, you, I believe Jack is his only patient. He's the only one. <laughs> He's the only one. Even though J- Jack, I have a feeling, I have a feeling no, Martin Short. No, because it goes to others in there. But he's I was going to say we know we know later on because we see we see Andrea Martin and Joe Flaherty who are two um, SCTV alums along with Martin Short later on when he's in the waiting room. But maybe he only has three. No, patients. no, well, hold on. It's a big building. Maybe they're waiting for doctors in another part of the building. I, see, I know. Okay. I think Jack is independently wealthy. I think he chooses to work at a Safeway. And live I was in a small say, apartment. That would explain the spacious apartment he has yes. that you cannot afford on a cashier's salary of, what, minimum wage plus a buck an hour, maybe? Right. And so he he puts all of his money into the doctor, and the doctor, even though he knows, he goes, oh, Jack, go on a vacation. I have to assume he then immediately gave him a card and said, you want to call this guy? And then he ran down, and then even though we see the scene, I don't believe it. I think he ran down. Puts on a mustache, like a like Ooh. like the Monty Python, and goes, yes. "Hey Jack, would you like to go on a vacation? You look like my doctor, but I'm not your doctor. I'm your doctor's. I'm not. I have a mustache. Uh, I'm your doctor's cousin. Yes, I, I, that was Doctor um, Wilbur. I'm Doctor Bilber. Yeah, no, not totally. Not related. Seems legit. I think it's Seems possible. Legit. You know so, what? After everything that happens in this movie, that's plausible. That's that's the least weird thing. Uh, so we cut to Tucker. He's getting ready to do this big experiment where they're going to shrink him down. Yes. Uh, with this this ship that he has into a syringe, and they're going to inject him into a rabbit, and they're going to run some tests. Now, so um, he he he's okay. getting ready. He, you know, everyone's like high fiving him as he's walking around. He's getting all this stuff. Yeah, Willow, are you going to talk about the woman that he just like makes out with? No, I was going to say, so, like, I didn't realize that they're injecting him into a rabbit as he's walking down, and I thought he was, like, practicing to be, like, the world's greatest magician, and that's what the world was good, or that's what the movie was going to be about. Like, he was going to, like, perform, like, <laughs> the, um, pull a rabbit out of your spacesuit in space. <laughs> in <laughs> that space. Was the movie. Because she still thinks it's in space. <clears throat> right. It's so good, that's Willow. A, that's... You know, Willow, again, I say I would watch that movie. <laughs> like, oh, we need to see what happens when you do magic tricks in outer space. Yeah, yeah like the we, rabbit actually like, suffocates really and like, shrivels in up into a flaming ball. And they boop. That's a... Dep- your movies are... <laughs> see, you always have a great premise, but then they always have a very dark turn that nobody sees coming. Well, man, That's what Johnny I like about it. It's a real roller coaster. Yeah. plot twist. Yeah, it's a plot twist, all right. Instead, so... Yeah, Tuck, Tuck's getting ready. He's going. Um, did you, oh, man, is there's so much tech jargon. Did you so like much. the fact that he, he took a selfie? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was ca- right. I was literally blown away by that. I'm like, oh, my God, he took a real selfie. That's yeah. so cool. I don't think I, I – we definitely haven't seen it in any movies we've seen so far. Really? Yeah, with the Polaroid. With yeah. the Polaroid, so yeah. Many. You've seen so, so many Polaroid selfies. Willow, I, I could only imagine, Willow, your eyes were just glazing over, because there's like a good three to five minute scene where it's just tech jargon. Yes. And like yeah. robots doing things, and I imagine you just checked right out. Considering I don't have any notes on it, yes. Yeah, there you go. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's because they're doing this sweeping shot of all this tech, and, and it's cool looking. It's very, it, it is really the props, very 80s the props and special effects are really good for this movie for 1987. They, yes, they are spot on. Um, what I didn't like, though, and we find out his name is Ozzy <coughs> there, the main guy, he's mumbling the entire time. 
time on what's going on. So you're like, oh, what, what's going on? Oh, you're going to we're just going to go and shrink them. And then we're going to just, you know, bing, 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 the rabbit. And it's also like everyone there, it's such a, a, a classic, like, it's only for the audience because they all work there. You know, like, we've, we've talked about this before, where how come there's not that movie where the one guy is giving the info dump and the other guy just goes, yeah, we, we work here. We come here every day. We work 20 well, hours a day with you. In this one, it makes sense because he's saying it into a camera. So they're re- they're recording it yeah, for you know some what? kind That's, of prosperity. That is hundred percent true. Right. In this case, that is you're true. absolutely right. There are a couple other instances where they do kind of talk, and, and I'll tell you the one that gets me. And and I understand at the very end, there's like a it's a setup to a poor joke. I, I like that they tried to put robotics into this movie. The the slow robotic move to put the chips in it's just so so stupid. pointless. It was so, so pointless. pointless. I was like. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, really? You and then the whole chip thing. You know, hours. You, know, you know what killed me was they had enough money to give Tuck goggles. Yeah. But they couldn't give him a helmet. Nope. And I feel like if you care about if they're like, oh, something <laughs> might go wrong, your eyes might be affected. Well, the rest of my head is right around where my eyeballs are. <laughs> right. So maybe I could have a helmet. Right. No, 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 no it's not in the budget. We have these goggles. Uh, I just went skiing a couple weeks ago. They should fit you. Uh, you know, I, I wipe them down. They're fine. You get the goggles, not the helmet, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it, it's do, in your contract. Like- you can provide your own helmet, but that, but we're not providing you with a helmet. Okay, but um. Can I can I use um ear, ear, I need something for my ears right It's gonna be pretty loud in there right I mean yeah, goggles yeah, fair well, enough We thought you'd bring your own helmet I mean you're a you're a flight person Don't they have helmets when they go in the air force No I have yeah, a the, sweet it, Amelia Earhart hat No, no but the air the, yeah the, yeah 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 Don't you have a sweet Amelia Earhart no, no, hat No Don't no they all have no those? no The air force owns all of that I had to I had to steal this flight suit. Hmm. Buddy, come on. Well, you know what? Moving forward, we will make note of this excellent feedback you're giving us, and I think it'll just be a great procedure next time. That is true. It is a test run. (laughs) That's right. You're only going into a rabbit. How loud could it be? They're very quiet creatures. No, I have a question. Guys, where did he get the food, the water? Where did he go to the bathroom? All good questions in a minute. My first question, though, is... Pushed aside. No, no, no. It, it does come up because that's when he's inside of the guy. But first I have to ask, they're jumping immediately to shrink, injection, <clears throat> extraction, unshrink. Yeah. Are yeah. they not taking any precautionary, let's shrink an apple first? I, it does, doesn't it feel like that? And, and, and to go along with that, when they start the process... It's the classic scene of like, oh, you know this is this is crazy cutting edge science because papers, there's explosions yep. around yep. where people are working and there's papers. So I'm just like, everyone there is like, whose job was it to fix that, first of all? Right. Shame on Did you. Nobody and secondly, everyone is totally fine. No one's like, oh my god, there's an explosion. We need to stop. It's just, oh, the machine is now exploding with all the papers that we have around it. Yes, that's great. Um, gee, do you think I should weight my papers down <laughs> yes, so when these explosions yes. happen? I don't have to recollate everything. Ah, that would take too much time. One so, kid in the lab is working on his homework. He just slowly grabs the paper and shoves it in his pocket. That was the one who it. brought their kid to work. Yeah, not not. Uh, one of the scientists literally says, <clears throat> what, do, "Do you have any more paperwork on this?" Like he's in there. He's about to. St- we're spinning right. him. Why are you asking? Unless it's a book report for your son. Did you finish that book report on on uh, 
Robinson Crusoe I asked you to do? Well, um, Tom, it's a little late. This guy's about to be shrunk. Yeah. Like, why would you ask such a silly question at that point in time? I would figure I, everything would be already logged and ready to go. And I do, I, I do like that as as tech jargony as they made some of this, that they, they do move this scene by quickly, as much as we're kind of making fun of it for it. But, like, it moves very fast in a good way because the movie is like, you know, we want to see Dennis Quaid get in the syringe. We don't want to see. You I know, agree with 2001. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I agree a, with that. It's a fast paced movie. So it, it actually it is paced well as much as we're joking about it. But yeah, uh, so that. they do the thing. Quaid is in the syringe. The syringe gets um, uh, fill uh, gets 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 filled up with all the fluid and, and Quaid is in there. Uh, then a squad infiltrates the lab. Yes. And they start using magical knockout uh, fire kill extinguishers gas? to just know. immediately knock people out like it's the 1960s Batman cartoon yes. I mean, live action show. Yes. Pretty sick. Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, they're on Joker's squad. Yeah, clearly. With that with that kind of gas, uh I I would I would wager uh possibly I mean if if you if you want to stretch it, I'd say maybe Scarecrow, but yeah, I would I would I would say dollars to donuts you're going Joker with that sort of gear. Yeah, I would agree. Um they do infiltrate the lab. They knock out people now. Couple characters to note: um, Is there a name Lisa? Is that what? Uh, oh, Margaret, the, the Margaret. evil scientist. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm confusing her with Lydia. That's right, Lydia um, later on. Right, uh, so uh, uh, Meg Ryan's uh, Meg Ryan. Lydia. So yeah. as they're coming in, um, Ozzy, who's the the main doctor, Mister Mumbles, there. Um, who who who, were, who I'm convinced <laughs> was trying to develop the uh, Steve Rogers Super Soldier Serum, and he's been testing it on himself with the with the feats of athleticism he's about to display. <laughs> yes, yes. But, but we'll get to that in a minute. Right. Yes, Lydia. Uh, Lydia shows up. So and he, she's looking for the chips. Now, did you like the fact that they have a scene? They have an over the shoulder of her. Then they cut to her face, and she she unleashes the greatest mane of hair yes. from out from under I a hat. I thought her hat was like Mary Poppins, you know, where it just holds everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's ha- it's Hammer Space, right, Willow? Where it's it's like right. the, the space that cartoon characters have, like under their coat, where they can pull out literally anything. Right. No, I have to that, ask. Yeah, that's exactly what. No, I have is. to ask. When she goes to put it on, does it like start sucking it all up first, or does she have to tuck it all in? How does Mary Poppins do it? You know. Counter, we never see Mary Poppins put anything in the bag. Exactly. <laughs> Her hair is well, just always up there. <laughs> Every time she puts it on, her hair just completely disappears, and then yeah, oof, it's back. She, 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 she so back Willow, are you are you positing she that she just shaves off all of her hair, <laughs> puts the hat on, then when she takes the hat off, it's back. No, we it's never like, saw Mary like Poppins go bag. We didn't see her put on the helmet. It's all mystery. That is commitment. Could you imagine? She shaves her head, she grabs her helmet, puts it all on, gets there, takes it off, her hair doesn't grow back. Ah, damn it, I grabbed Jerry's! Damn it, Jerry! I left Jerry. the batteries at home. Anybody got any double A's? Meanwhile, Jerry's just, he's got like, he's got the, uh, the motorhead mane. You shake it all out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, so Ozzy, the doctor, they can, they meet each other. I guess he knows who Margaret is. Which kind of comes up a little bit at the end, cause with, uh, with the two groups, but, uh, he grabs the syringe, bolts out, uh, of the building. And this is, this is where we're seeing this, this guy is just like rolling natural 20s on his athletic checks like a boss. He must he, He's hopping over fences, he's stealing bikes, he's pedaling in the traffic, he's, he's hitting cars with his bicycle, rolling over the hood, falling over, getting up, running, running. He's just, it's, it's like, now, 
insane. Now, it's Will- insane. Now, you've heard Willow uh, comment on my um my build or physique uh, numerous times. He has man boobs. Yeah, see, there you go. And cut, different top. I'll cut both of those out. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. I'll just beep those right out. Uh, but <coughs> I can tell you right now, if my trash can is rolling down the street, I literally run you for about... You would roll to match its pace. <laughs> I run. <laughs> I run about maybe a house... Wave it <laughs> off and go. I'll get it in a minute. I'll just okay, buy a new one. So like, right actually I'll just go back and get walk. the car. Yeah. <laughs> this guy here, he 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 right. He's running all over San Francisco to get away from the guy. And eventually, he gets to the mall. So he's running away from Mister Igo, um, who we yeah, find but, out yeah. is a, a John Hand. I, I'm gonna guess he's a robot entirely. Totally. Yeah, it's never quite said one way or the other. He never speaks. Called him Mister Robot. I don't think he ever speaks. Right? No. He doesn't. It's no. Mr. Robot. Yeah, and that's fine. It just, it, you know, he runs after him, goes to the mall, chases him around there. Um, the only really interesting thing about this is uh, he, um, and, and Greg, if you can find the video, uh, it's mm-hmm. it, it's a hilarious video. He literally takes his hand, puts it in a gun, and then <laughs> and then shoots with it. And this little kid just goes over and looks at him. He, and he, there's right, a, yeah, yeah. There's a fantastic video, and you got to find it. It's... They actually go through this like cop scene and they only have handguns and they shoot each <laughs> other, but like heads are exploding and things like that. It's really funny. Headshot. Um, but that's what I thought about that. So yeah, this, this guy, he, he, he makes it to a mall where yes. immediately my, I was, uh, I was, uh, immersion was broken because someone's smoking a cigarette inside the mall. Wrote and I was down. like, Oh, that's right. It's the eighties. Yeah. I wrote and that there down. again, this movie, tons of smoking. Inside. A lot of smoking inside. Lots of it. I expected Dennis Quaid to start firing up inside the uh, the capsule at one <laughs> yeah, point. Right, right, right. Yeah, you'd expect that. So anyway, Martin Short is also at the mall. He's he's booking a trip, and a uh, uh, scientist, a guy there, gets shot by the gun hand. Yep. And he sees Jack walking out of the elevator, so he just hits Martin Short right with the syringe, and just falls over. And yep. I guess he dies. And they don't say, but he, when he turns around, his back is all bloody. He's definitely bleeding, yeah. So, um, so uh, Paul, did you notice that there was like some kind of furry convention going on at this mall? I did. I, I found it very, very unusual how many... A lot of people in costumes yeah, at this mall. Yeah, I was... Right off the bat, you see that penguin with the black face mask, and you're like, oh, a penguin's involved somehow. That, I totally thought the scientist was going to be in that penguin. No. Yeah. No. That's not what happened at all. No. No. It's uh, in- literally just they had hired like a group of people to prance around in different outfits and you know give balloons to children and yep. and and whatnot and uh, yeah. Yeah. It, wow. It's some kind of mall celebration, maybe mall opening. I don't know. Anyway, um, I love the penguin and how the nuns give the penguin balloons instead of the. Bl- Penguin giving them balloons made me really happy. Did she really? Did they? Yeah, they actually funny. took it from the clown and I like, handed it back to the penguin. Oh, that's fantastic! I didn't catch that. <laughs> um, we we do see the the doctor. Yeah, you said stuck Martin short with a syringe, and then <laughs> Mister Mister Igo is leaving. He pops the balloon with and that, the sad clown. He pops that is the sad clown. That is balloon. the that's most dejected clown ever. Yeah, like that. I yeah. I have a feeling that was his last day. Before he went home and committed suicide, 
Oh yeah, no, he he definitely got home, looked at his degree on the wall from <laughs> Juilliard, <laughs> yes. and just wrapped the belt around his neck, and that was the end of him. Yes, yes. Wow, I, this got depressing really fast. No, but I, I got chilly, and then I come back, and wow. What? Well, yeah, you know what? Sad clowns. Sad, Sad clowns. clowns. Um. Anyway, so anyway, we then smash cut Martin Short. He's he's late, and it's coupon day, Paul. Oh Whoa, God. his boss is yeah. not happy with him. Yeah. What's what is up with the boss, man? He he just he can't wait to lay into that guy. No, he is. Jack is everyone's uh, prop, I think, in, in life. Yes, you know, yes. Everyone, um, everyone has a use for Jack, and none of it's very good. So yeah. anyway, um, uh, the I, dream that he talks about before where everything is ringing up too expensive and the yes. woman pulls out a gun, it, it it's coming true, true because the uh, yeah, uh, and that's chip a... in Jack is messing with the electromagnets in the scanner. I don't think that's how that works, but whatever. And, uh, you know, the woman pulls out the gun and it's, uh, it's a lighter just yep. to light a cigarette. Yep. It's just a um, joke. And I, and you know, what's interesting that whole, with the, with the whole money, with the whole thing there. Yeah. Um, so first of all, until this viewing, I had never put together that Tuck playing with the EMP and the machine misreading were at the same time. For some reason, I always thought they were off. I thought they were different. By really? a few minutes. Well, there is yeah. another scene where he messes with electronics. So yeah, maybe that's what it I, and was. And that's what I think it is. I always remember that one. I don't really, I didn't really remember it in this one. But my thing is, is Checkout Girl is amazing. She, she's just off the, off the walls. Awesome. Oh, um, Wendy. Yeah, she's she's out of her mind. But her, the lady, and the boss all come over and they all say the same thing. Jack, what are you doing? Jack <laughs> should turn around and go. I have been here for 90 seconds. I, Wait, okay. You tell me what's <laughs> happening. Uh, Everyone just is ready to jump on Jack. Like a titsy fly hasn't even lived a full life in the time yeah. that I have been here. How, what could I have done? And I get that Jack is like the meek. He's the, he's the doormat of, of the world. Of everyone. But still, I mean, come on, buddy. At yeah, least. Agreed. Right. Instead, he, he, they put him in the back office to talking to him. This is where um, optic talk, sensor. They hate on him more. The optic sensor. I always love the optic and the ear thing. I thought that was such a cool concept. Um, yep. He has fantastic reception. Um, <laughs> yeah, wi- Wi-Fi doesn't exist yet. Bluetooth doesn't exist yet. But still, he's got remote. He's got plenty he's of fine. remote viewing. Yep. Yeah. I thought maybe he could hear his thoughts if he's inside of him. You know, maybe that would have been cooler. But no, I like this because they stick with the sci-fi hear. aspect. They stick with the science fiction aspect of it. And so far, even with the miniaturization, up until this point in the movie with all this, I am 100% on board with this being believable in a sense of science could come up with this stuff. I, I, I like that of this movie right now. Tuck has found out that he's not in a rabbit, he's in a person. Yes, yes. And uh, meanwhile, the, the, the evil crew that broke in is reviewing all the footage and like pictures that they had uh, taken people had taken at the mall and they're they're figuring out that Jack is playing a part in this yes so they they're going after them uh, they're going after uh, Jack now yes uh, so Jack guys. heads to the docks and this is where the waiting room where we see SCT alums uh, Joe Flaherty and Andrea Martin uh, Joe Flaherty for those of you if you don't know his name he's the guy from Happy Gilmore 
who keeps yelling at Happy Gilmore and calling him a jackass to make him bad at golf. Yeah, he's um, in a bunch of movies. And he, yes, he um, is. He, but that's where, like, I feel like a lot of people in our generation would absolutely know him from. But yeah, um, he's in a you, bunch of movies. Honestly, if you've ever watched uh, um, just about anything with John Candy or uh, yes. or Dan Aykroyd yes. in the eighties, he's in a bunch of those. He was in yep. um, a Strange Brew, um, a yes, bunch. He was. And, and, yeah, because they're all SCTV um, alums right. from Canada there. So if you've watched 80, 80s comedies, you've definitely seen this guy. Um, the woman I wasn't familiar with. Um, I, She's just another another SCTV person, um, that's all. But yeah, Willow, you were about to say something. So like when you can hear him in his head, it sounds irrelevant now, but like. <laughs> Go on. But like, is that like how schizophrenia came about as a thing? Because like before like the 90s and the 2000s, like. Mental disease wasn't as big as a thing as it is now, where, like, everyone, like, points at, like, a certain thing for, like, when people have a problem. You know, like, now, like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I have such OCD and all that, you know? It's like, this where it started, where, like, someone heard a voice in their head and then everyone's no, like, whoa, this makes no. sense. Mental illness has been around since they started burning witches. Um, yeah. It, it, you know, you know what it is, Willow. It's it's like a lot of things with the, with the causation, you know, correlation versus causation and stuff. I think most experts agree that we're just better at diagnosing that stuff now. So it seems like it's everywhere. Yeah, I think and because we're better at diagnosing it, more people have exposure to specific mental illnesses. So more people are familiar with the ones that you run into all the time. And I think that's why people why it's much more prevalent, sort of in the social. Uh, you know, consciousness uh, um, that we're in right now. I think it also plays into the doctor. As a matter of fact, I, I will actually tie it into the movie. Oh, um, fantastic. Because the doctor, because he's, Jack comes in and says, I think I'm possessed, doc. Oh, I and know the doc, line you're going to say. And the doc fantastic. says, honestly, it, it's the best line in the whole movie. He goes, Jack, I think we can scratch off possession. Demons talk through you, not to you. Not to you. <laughs> to which I did ask. <laughs> so great. That is sound theological advice, sir. Kudos to you. Right. <laughs> but but Willow, to your point, this is it, it, this is also a good point. Um, kind of what you're saying is, and, and what Greg was saying, it's not even that we know how to diagnose it better. It's that they take it much more seriously. Even uh, as the shows in 1987, if somebody says, "I hear a voice in their head," the the first thing they say is, "No, you don't." You know, (laughs) you're wrong. You're wrong. Um, Now, they may not immediately jump on to get him to a clinic, but at least they'd listen to you and hear you out. They wouldn't go, come on, Jack. Demons speak through you, not to you. Right. It's like greatest line in the whole movie, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, so Jack heads home where we see his place that he should never be able to afford on a cashier's salary. Well, how much smaller Uh, could it get, Greg? I mean, his bedroom is in his living room. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He can't even afford a curtain to to, to do like a fake separation. The secret is he's yeah, actually his parents' basement, but like it's so well he's lit. There, <laughs> no, it's and, an apartment um, building. No, you don't know that. So this is where Tucker and Jack. <laughs> yes, yes, parents could be, still be paying for it. You know what? There's some logic that could be going on behind. Well, the that's scene. what I said. He's independently wealthy. Nope. You Just, don't think so? Yeah, you can't even you can't even blame the out. boomers for this no, no, no. one as much as I no, no. love to blame he, them for everything. But he, he works as a he, he's a cashier at a Safeway. Forget owning that apartment, like Greg's saying. How could he afford to go on a week's cruise? Yeah. Oh no way. Could he it, has I think to have cash. Cash, denial. cash, cash, money, big time. Like you know what? I'm gonna give a suggestion. I don't actually believe you to believe it. Do you think he just bought? Do you think he just bought a ticket to sit on a dinghy on a lake? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's his idea of a cruise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one it's ticket for a boat swan boat. My cruise tickets have arrived. <laughs> right. Um, sir, we, he had to build we've, the boat himself. We've built, uh, we've booked your cruise. Uh, it's a ducky paddle boat. Yes. <laughs> around, around like Winnipesaukee. Please enjoy lovely, your, please enjoy echo, the week. <laughs> lovely Echo Park Lake. You can just right. sit in the middle of there and just, it's fantastic. Just, yeah, just contemplate your life. <laughs> do I get a free ice cream? No, you don't get a free ice cream. No, you get What do you nothing. think this is? Caesar's Palace? No, sir, you get nothing. Uh, so then, uh, uh, uh they Tuck finally talk it out. Jack begin talking and they kind of figure everything out. There's a knock on the door and it's, I don't know how familiar you are with the old version of whose line is it anyway from Britain, but Archie Han is the guy delivering those tickets. He was on whose line, the British whose line is it he, all the time. He did uh, look very, very familiar. Very and yes, I am familiar with that show. He did look familiar, but I wasn't quite sure who he was. Um, but anyway, again, he's one of those guys. If you've seen a lot of '80s movies, he pops up in quite a few yeah. here and there, always in like little bit parts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he and, he comes in, he tries to um, commandeer Jack. Uh, he gets away. Um, there's a whole bunch of. It's just, it's just a weird. There's not, a lot of chases in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know what I say? Why didn't Jack just take a dump and get rid of him? Well, because he, he'd he have to have been in his bowels for that to happen, and he's been staying kind of north of the heart, I feel like, the whole movie. But at this guess, point, he may as well just the go down, a little bit, out, but that's about you know, it. then solve his problems. Well, there, there there is a part in the movie where he goes to the bathroom, and he's like, oh, are you still there? He like, does. Like, just, yeah. to be, just to be safe. But um, so anyway, Jack heads to the lab to talk to the scientists, yes. and the scientists, it turns out, are basically like, oh, well, that the chip was stolen, we can't do anything. And he's going to die by tomorrow at nine. He'll run out of oxygen by then. And to this, I so, say, of course there's a deadline. What kind of movie would it be without one? And it's kind of right. stupid how cliche it is. Well, you got to raise the stakes, Willow. That I mean, it is good storytelling. If if they had a month, he would have just sat there while they built another chip, you know? So, yeah. Um, uh, though it does kind of bring up, why is there no redundancy? Oh, that's, a, that's like Science 101. Right. Have a backup. Yeah. The backup isn't... I mean, but then again, you know what? To be fair, their their lab looks like it was built in someone's garage, so... <laughs> hey, if this is Silicon Valley in the 80s, that very well could be someone's garage. Do you think... They're right next to Wozniak. They're just hanging out in the garage. Do you think that they're not actually play? scientists? They just found the robes? <laughs> hey, guys, a costume shop is going out of business. I got all these scientist outfits for everybody. Oh, great. What are we going to build? I don't know. Let's shrink somebody. <laughs> Let's just, like... Bang a bunch of things together and see what happens. Since like the middle of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found all this gold tin foil. <laughs> we could put it inside of a bubble. What happens if we like electrocute it and then like set it on fire? That's, that's what scientists do, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, let's do that. Right. And totally. let's build. Let's let's also build a, uh, a the the largest, pretty much biggest microchip ever. Yeah. Which, by the way, the chip thing is it even Ridiculous. worth going into? I, no, it's. No. I hate oh, the chip oh, thing. All, all, all we need to do is basically there's like a chip to shrink people and, and a chip to make things bigger. And I am and they done with that conversation. Both of them. Yeah. And yeah. and so the bad guys have one, the good guys have the other. And, and it's how do you tell the difference between the chips? Willow, so, there are a thousand questions down that road, and that's why I want to avoid them all because I will just yeah. I will end this podcast in a rage if we go into the into the chip thing. It was Let's the stupidest part. Of this movie. Let's go. And you know what? We'll do a bonus <laughs> podcast just about those chips if we get enough donations. We, we could. Uh, we, yeah. we Honestly, we could do a four-hour podcast about how those chips work. If we yeah. can raise 10, nah, 
50 bucks, <laughs> then we'll do that podcast. That's low. <laughs> I like that. If we could raise 10. Dibs on 40 of the dollars. <sighs> go 50. <laughs> Why stop there? Let's just go 100. <laughs> no, we're the ones who suffer. So Tuck, Tuck tells Jack, hey, look, we got to get out of here. Uh, you yeah. know, head, head in the back, grab my keys, grab my coat. Take Gets the out. car, my car, go to my apartment, and we're going to figure this out. Which is furnished like a yard sale. Right. Um, and then we have, uh, man, this. do you know that this movie is an hour and 58 minutes? Oh, yeah, it is a solid two-hour film. It, and After and 30 minutes, I thought it was an hour and a half in. 90 minutes. It could easily have yeah, been 90 minutes. It's a Willow, very long film. Yeah, we got about 30 minutes in, and Willow's like, how much is left? I'm like, I don't know, we're like 20 minutes in. She goes... No, we're like an hour and a half. I'm like, you know what? I kind of feel like it's turning into Lord of the Rings, the whole yeah. series. Um, yeah, all all nine hours of it. Because this scene, again, it's just kind of useless. It, I, I don't. I, it's just stupid. Willow had a fantastic point during it, though. Yes. Not to jump to the end, even though I want to, but the the end is an intermission. If there's another movie. Well, no, we can't yeah, get to that we, yet. We will definitely get to that. Yeah, I have questions no, no, no. about no. that. But Willow, I'm, Willow um, I'm curious what you think. They head back to Tuck's apartment, and he goes, hey, I need a drink. Uh, look in that engine, and, and, and it's empty. The booze bottle that's hiding in there is empty. And then he goes, oh, okay. Um, no, no, no. Check over there by the fish tank. And he pulls out another bottle. So, I mean... Great sign or greatest sign that Tuck really has his life together. <laughs> not only is he hiding booze, but he's forgotten which ones are empty and which ones are not. Yeah. I'd say he's living it to the best he can. <laughs> Just he's, li- he's take it to the limit. The living like Larry. Living it. Yeah. No, he, so it, it just... much. So, so what you're saying is, uh, you're you're paraphrasing John Cougar Mellencamp. He's he's just a you know an American kid doing the best he can. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, he's that's living a like Larry, you know. Uh, he's living let's the just life. move along. Okay, so anyway, he he takes some alcohol. There's a poor there's a poor sign. There's a poor scene of dancing where he just oh. does the the Melmern dance the first of two dance scenes. Yeah, in this okay. Film. Just and uh, like I will say and also supposed to be like him drunk with. Being drunk doesn't last two minutes for a dance and then just was Oh, yeah, no, he's movie movie drunk, where you're only drunk when it's convenient to the plot and then you're not drunk. You know, it's he's, yeah. he's not, like, throwing up constantly or, like, just curled up into well, a no. ball and yelling hey, how he wants um, to go to sleep. Whenever, no, none of that. Whenever I've, I, I've had a uh, consumed drinks and I start to feel okay. tipsy, you know what I do, Greg, is um, I slap myself a couple times. And then I could take the SATs while piloting in a jet plane. Because that that's great. what happens yeah. in this film. I, I, I'll i have to take your word for it. Um, I, no, I, I have not had this, those experiences. I, I've of tested that. Myself and... I've tested that theory multiple times. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I have, I, have, I have unlimited access to jet planes. <laughs> that's, that's good. In this economy, I think that's saying something. Yeah. Well, I won that Pepsi unlimited contest access. back in the 90s. Oh, Did you really? You got the space shuttle with Pepsi. the million Pepsi points. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, oh uh, he goes so, back. Um, um, I will say, though, there is a really nice touch where everything you see Martin Short doing when it cuts to Dennis Quaid, there are videos that are Martin Short's POV, and they, they just they yes. match up perfectly every time. It's, just, it's really nice. It's a really nice touch. Cool. Um, he, he, cool. Uh, move on. <laughs> well, <laughs> There's not really much else to say about it. I was like, shut down and move on, guys. I sit next to you week in, week out. I've just learned. (laughs) I've learned about watching you. That's right. 
Good for you. So mean, meanwhile, anyway, uh, uh, Dennis Quaid says, hey, wh- hey, look in the mirror. I want to see what you look like. And he takes one look at him. He goes, oh, God, we're going to need more help. <laughs> a lot of not a lot of confidence at that point. And Martin Short just kind of takes it because, you know, that's his life. He's just like, that's yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Par for the course here. Uh, you didn't need the mirror. I, I definitely could have told you that. <laughs> so Meg Ryan is getting chewed out by her boss at the paper. Yeah. Again, another storyline uh, I don't care about. It wasn't even, uh, like, brought up again. There's this guy called the Cowboy who's arriving. That's oh, another character. I hate, the, I hate this whole thing. I hate the whole thing. Yes, go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, was, I thought Willow was saying something. That's why wow, I stopped. interruption. Wow. I got nothing. He's I don't know why you stopped. You. I don't know why you stopped. Okay. I, I was just commenting on how you interrupted him. And then... Greg, what were you saying? <laughs> well, what I was saying was, um, you've got, uh... Uh, they're driving to pick up Lydia and they spot Lydia and they pull over and she gets in the car with, with Martin short. She's very confused why yes. Martin short is wearing Dennis Quaid's jacket and is driving Dennis Quaid's car. Well, but he's it, like, Oh, you need, you know, tuck needs your help. Come on, get in. We'll talk about this. Now, okay, did you like how she phrased so... it though? She goes, does he know you're driving this car? No, he doesn't. You asked and answered the question, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So like when he, when Jack is trying to explain, why doesn't Tuck just tell him what to say? Instead of saying, you know what, just have confidence and like, say this but not this. It's like, just tell him what to say. It really matters that yeah. much to you that she doesn't Agreed. know. Yeah, I'm with you. Tuck is very selective on when he's going to be forward with instruction and when he's not. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's very, well, I agree. Tuck is very flippy floppy on the whole I'm in charge, not in charge thing. Exactly right. Um, they go so, to a- uh, basically all. All you need to know is he's trying to catch up Meg Ryan without telling her yes. the crazy story of like, oh well, he got shrunk and then he got injected into my body, and Mister Roboto shows up and uh, grabs Jack, throw um, and throws him in a produce truck and drives away. Now I found it very convenient that he got into a frozen food truck to go and meet. Mr. Sub-Zero. Yeah, he has Sub-Zero on his car. Even though his name is Mr. Scrimshaw, it's not his name. I don't... Sub-Zero... Yeah, he's very... Has he, what to do yeah, with the plot? I don't know. I don't either. He he just loves white in the cold, I guess. But uh, I thought it was a little too convenient, uh, perhaps. Poor foreigner just got knocked So down. anyway, um, uh, great um, uh, bad guy for. who pops up all the time, Kevin McCarthy, mm-hmm. uh... A movie we have not yet done, UHF. He's the bad guy in that film. We agreed we yeah. aren't doing um, that. He's also he's also the protagonist in the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers from the fifties. Oh, okay, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, anyway, um, more sexism from Dennis Quaid because, or Tuck, I should say, because Tuck, uh, the female doctor Margaret comes in and he literally goes, "That's a doctor." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, huh? like, wait a they second. Let, wait a second. Go to school. Wait a second. Who let a skirt get a degree? <laughs> it's, it's, he seems so confused. He's, he's, he's not even like, oh, okay. No, it's, I mean, he's an evil doctor, but she's a woman. I, I get that. No, but he I mean, is she's just... dressed. It's not like she showed up in like a gimp outfit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then it would make sense to be like, whoa, 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 right. what? She's not dressed like a go-go dancer, right? No, she's just dressed in norm- a normal outfit. It's yeah, I think a she, regular I think outfit. she even has like the white coat. Of a doctor with the stethoscope? It's not even, it's not even like a revealing oh. outfit. It's not like a skanky outfit. No. It's just Maybe it, an outfit. he's like, oh, well, this girl's having fun playing dress up. Better not ruin her time now. Right, right. Like, like she walked in like a naughty nurse there on Halloween. 
No, no. It's so no. weird. Yeah. But then Whatever. again, um, immediately after that, she proves, um, yes, no, I am just a sex symbol because I know how to quote unquote warm him up. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, and, and that, that, that is like a weird undercurrent that she's like a freak behind the scenes. Yes. There's, there's a couple scenes that, that like that hint not so subtly at that, which doesn't really do anything for the movie. <laughs> like it, the scene, it, it draws male viewers in. Duh. That's Willow. Willow. You're not even wrong on that because I'm executive I know Willow. Could you, could you give us some more details on, on the notes that you gave about this movie to draw the male viewers in? I'll tell you right now because I'm sure as a you know when I was younger, when she says I know how to warm him up, I would have been like, yeah, she knows how to warm him up. Now I'm like, lady, you had a it's chance like to it. turn this guy around who, who dropped you because you're a woman doctor, and then you you just doubled down on being awful. Yeah, I, don't, I just ah, this movie. Anyway, um, so long Mr. story short, Mr. they Freeze. leave him in there with Mr. Scrimshaw. They're driving somewhere. And he starts to give him the background of what's going on because I, it's, it's, it's the info dump. It's just another thing. Like, And I love this, Greg, because I didn't know this, but maybe you can help explain. Nuclear weapons. Um, uh, what was it? It was, uh, it was like... Everyone's too afraid to use them. Nuclear weapons, everyone's afraid to use them. Uh, what was the... Uh, Oh, um, space, it's a flop. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Despite Willow's expectations of the movie, um, he goes, miniatures are the future. Like yeah, micro-machines. I was just about to popular. say micro-machines. Yep, yep. He was watching a micro-machines commercial and, and said... Midgets. There we go. What? And midgets. Midgets are the future? Yep. They're called little, little people. people. They fit little everywhere. People. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, if you're a robber and you gotta get it through the doggy door, they're perfect. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Willow, we're just give you just you you took a shovel and you're just digging and digging and digging. <laughs> we're just gonna let you go. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to apologize to any little person that's actually listening. Oh, I mean, it's point. not to offend people. I'm just saying. You're how very useful to society. You do not know how offense works. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling them useful to society. <laughs> no, I'm saying something nice about you. Uh, why are you mad at me? I'm being nice here. Although, oh, I'm just boy. offending the tall people, too, by calling the smaller ones useful. Yeah, no, Willow. You know what? <laughs> oh my god oh, oh. My okay hurts. so long story short jack escapes uh <laughs> yes, it, lydia was following in an awful him. in an he, awful chase scene i hated it again it's another chase scene yeah and uh lydia and jack head to a wait uh, you know like like a hotel room oh god, we we know how it took like 30 minutes for him to jump from the door to the yes. car yeah like no, just jump forever yeah it was so long I know we're and we're only halfway through the movie. Um, are you serious? So now so they go have like, like five like, more like, notes. If you want, if you want to speed things along, so they're in the hotel room. They find out where the cowboy is. Yes, the, they track the cowboy. The next part down, is the cowboy part. They follow the cowboy back to his room, where Dennis Quaid changes Martin Short's face so he looks he, exactly like the cowboy. And, and this is where, for me, the the science part of the movie went just completely nosedived and we went straight into fantasy because even yeah, right, as, right in the face-off territory where yeah i mean all magically morphs to fit a face yeah even as a kid i i i thought it was a cool scene but even as a kid i'm I like this, this is just unbelievable work, like kind of thing. you know 
I, I watched a lot of Star Trek and Star Wars as a kid. Fair enough with the miniatures and all that, but now we're just kind of getting silly. Yeah. Um, you know so what? again, it was again to kind of speed things up because we have been going long already. Uh, they, I mean, they still got caught. Uh, uh, Martin Short as the cowboy tries to pass himself off as the cowboy to get a look at the chip from the bad guys. Yes, and of course that does not go well. And uh, okay, why do they wear all white? Because they're just setting them up for like messes on themselves. Like everything's yeah. going to stand out. More importantly, how many people just have raw eggs and what uh, and, a, and a biscotti? I was I was gonna say what was that like? Is it like like it looked like a cannoli with nothing in it, or maybe a lemon bar? I don't know. It was I, very odd. But you had to scoop up raw egg to eat it with. Like, yeah, I don't understand it either. That's that's somebody at three a.m. going. Okay, we gotta we need something to pull this scene together because you know we we got the face swap and we got the bad accents and and all that. What do you what do you Tom Tom? What, what would pull this scene together at, at breakfast? All I got is raw eggs and empty eggs. cannolis. That's it. That's all I got. Well, someone said it sarcastically, well, like, raw eggs, duh. And then he's always like, that's brilliant. And then, <laughs> and then the other guy's just giving a roll. like, you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but what else? Um, An, an empty cannoli. Oh, my God. Genius, Tom. Genius. Uh, where should the chip end up? Oh, in the dog's dish. Does that play the off? Dog, yeah, the dog's Does that dish. pay off in any materialistic no, way? No, no, no. The dog nope. doesn't eat it. It just goes in there and they have to put their hands in it to pull it out. Yep. And the white yep. clothes get ruined even more. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah, the, the jig is up. His face changes back. They yes. they don't get the chip. They're thrown into, like, a bulkhead or whatever. Some kind and, of dungeon. Uh, I don't Meg know. Meg Ryan and Martin Short kiss. So, Tucker or Tuck is now in Meg Ryan, and this is this is what we were talking about earlier. Paul and I, we apparently have no idea how kissing works because none of this makes any sense. No, to us. no. It, it, not only that, it's it's like a Hobbit's journey there and back again because he goes from the mouth all the way to to the uterus to see yep. a, an an infant child, right, and some but, sort yeah, of fetus, yeah, which has got to be what? I I don't know the stages of 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 fetal growth. That thing's got to be what three four months in. Well, he's really small, so I don't know. And <laughs> okay, now that's fair. not showing. That's so fair. Okay. Weeks, um, maybe, maybe. Um, and but then, I mean, you're right. It doesn't. It, it doesn't look like that tadpole. Like it looks. That's what I mean. Right. Right. It's got it, fingers. It's identifiable as like a like no, I know, saw the human-ish. Head. Like some of the body, but like it didn't really like seem all completely developed. Yeah. No, it kind of looked like the the alien there from Stargate. I was gonna say the under two thousand one. No good call too. <laughs> Um, so anyway, and then he goes immediately, and then he just, I don't know, gets right back up to the mouth. Um, well, he, because... he winds up back in there eventually, but like, so here we go. Um, they're going to, their grand plan, the bad guys, is to miniaturize another guy and put that into Martin Short. Yeah, which is just, so, again. because, because what, what they want is the, in, in the ship is the other chip, correct? No, this is no, where no, no, my no. chip thing really goes to hell because they don't. They, 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 they just don't want put... the. They want the the device that he's in. They want the ship that Dennis Quaid's in. No. So what it is, and this is what I mean. There's only two chips: one to shrink, one to enlarge. The enlarge one, I guess, is in Dennis Quaid. Okay. What they want is to send in the bad guy and send in the bad guy, put him in to short. But they'd get, both be shrunk. Get the chip out, and then I guess hope he can figure out how to put it back in the in his own ship. 
They don't explain that at all. Yeah, it's a little um, weird. But, but anyway, it, it doesn't even matter because so so the guy goes in to Martin Short. Yeah. The, he gets injected with another little guy. Yeah, Lydia <laughs> escapes and shows up, puts everyone in the miniaturizer, and they accidentally shrink everybody fifty percent, and they they run away. Yeah, which again, I just although I will say I did like that the fact that their lab was way more high tech because yes. that I think is a great subtle touch to the fact that he. Is, Sub-Zero, Scrimshaw is super rich. He can afford to do private sector stuff compared to, you know, Wozniak and the, and the trailer truck, trailer group, yeah. trailer kids. Yeah. So I thought that was a great touch. They shrink them from Willow. Did you, did you notice that like the, the whole motif was all white? Yes. Like, like they're wearing all white. Their evil yeah. lab is all white. Like, yeah. He, it's like a whole That's thing. what I mean. Like this movie has some semblance of like reality. And then you just have this cartoon character bad guy. Like yeah. he's, it, it, he's it, so it, it over feels the top. like this was pieced together by multiple scripts. Yes, I completely agree. Or at least multiple writers. Like some or, like, or this was a three and a half hour movie and they chopped so much of it up that it just doesn't make any sense anymore. I anyway, totally believe that. Let's let's just go through this. So Lydia realizes that Tuck is in her. Yes. Martin Short and her kiss again. Magically, Tuck's back in Martin Short. Um, we have, uh, Lydia and Jack driving away from their captors. They didn't realize that the, the 50% people are, are in the back. They attack them as they're driving. Meanwhile, in Martin Short, he's getting attacked by, um, uh, Tuck is getting attacked by the other miniature guy in the robot suit. Yes. Yes. Well, then he tells, um... Jack to like pump up his stomach acid like I don't know about any of you guys but I don't know how to do that do you <laughs> yeah I, I can't just do it at will no I can't well he does say he has an ulcer I think that was his his goal but yeah anyway, yeah. yeah so so yeah, they sure. kind of they they drive the car they're they're driving while they're getting like attacked by these like half people um they're swerving all over it's a very long chase sequence it is really yeah. eventually um somebody else from previous in the movie peter or steve or whatever i don't know i, I don't can't remember his point. name yeah it's one of the other guys yeah. who's at the party conveniently he i guess saw them and then continued chasing Followed them, them again. apparently yeah there's just so much of this movie that needs to be cut once he finds them that's when he gets inside um jack gets Tuck gets Jack to build up a stomach acid, which is only a single spurt. Right. <laughs> there's no, there's no, like, I'm expecting, like, a volcanic rush of acid up to him. Nope, he just lets go, and the same result happened that you saw before. Drops him in. Other bad guy burns. I think it is kind of ironic that at one point early in the movie, Tuck goes, well, if you don't help me, you're going to have a sub, a mini sub, right. with a little human skeleton inside you. We get to the end. Turk goes, he's dead. You killed the bad guy. You digested the bad guy, yeah. Burp. Right. <laughs> Jack was very concerned earlier. I guess because it's a bad guy, human life is now inconsequential. It's, it, it's the 80s, so you can feel perfectly fine. It doesn't matter. As okay. long as it's not a dog dying. Do you bad guys True. just not have souls in the 80s? Yeah, they did not. They were just paper people. Before people no wanted souls. depth and more in their movie. So anyway, they get to the lab. Um, yes. He tells Jack, uh, Tuck tells Jack, I'm in your lungs. So he's like, oh, we can sneeze. We can get him out. They hit him with a hairspray. Cause he's which a is, it was another callback. Yep. Call okay. Who just has hairspray on Sneezes on this them. guy's glasses, to which I said at the beginning, where, where, high margin of error. They scrape him off and re-enlarge him. Yep. To your question, Willow, um, in, in this movie, uh, anybody with a skirt. Yeah. 
Yeah. They just, the, the assumption is there's women in the building. They must have hairspray because why, why else, well, Gregory? They're in a garage, wh- right? So why would they have hairspray? In oh, they're in a garage. Lab? That makes so much sense. But that's, that's what where they mean. kept their, their extra supply. But imagine if they tried to enlarge him back at the bad guy's lab. There's no hairspray mm. in that building. They keep a, nope. they keep a type. I would have just grabbed some pepper and shoved it up his face. <laughs> just, just, just shove it up. The pepper you just carry in your pocket. Yeah. Puts it in his yeah. eyes. Pocket nose, pepper. Mouth yep. everywhere. Uh, so anyway, he sneezes out. Wedding. That we get to, and then we can finally get to the wedding. The wedding where poor Jack never had a shot. You know, I just don't think he had his fair shot against Tuck. Yeah. This again. This movie with the sexism, raging alcoholic, abusive, yep. nihilistic. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. self-deprecating, self-destructive, has not got his life together. I can't imagine why you would think it would change after this, because even in the body, he still needed an alcohol to function. Yes, he did. Gets the girl. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yep. 100%. And? Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile we, get, we, we glazed over this line earlier. Wendy, well, everybody is in this scene. Wendy, who admitted, I've slept with everyone in the grocery store except for you, and you're the one that I like. Poor Jack is left with that. That's his con. That's well, I mean, they're, that's they're his consolation the prize. Of, the sort of comeuppance at the at the end where he's like, no, no, I don't like any of you people. I'm out of here. <laughs> like, there's like, a he bit does, of that. He yeah, does get it. Where he, I mean, it's not like an amazing comeuppance, but he is like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't need any of you people. I'm in the road. That's true. Anyway, so good for you. That is true. After the wedding happens. You see the cowboy is the limo driver, and there's a suitcase, and the the mini people are in the suitcase waiting because yes. they apparently have the chip on them for some reason. It's yeah, not it's in a the lab. it's a it's a cufflink. Like this Makes is no a, sense. This is a highly sought after piece of technological people expert- straight up no, to put it died. In a safe. People straight up people died, died trying to get for this. March. And it's oh, it's a cufflink. Oh, look at me, I'm cute. And then, uh, and then what I would, what Willow and I were assuming is, uh, they were going to, I think this is where the movie, they had to cut. I think the studio execs came in and said, we, we, we have to end the movie. We yeah. have to. Yeah, like, third what? act coming with a <laughs> very long Life just sequence. Yeah, the producers, Someone well, dies. well, it's because the maker, he, they were like, well, no, it's, it's a real time chase thing through the Sierra Mountains in, in, yeah, in, up, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in upstate California. Yeah, but how, how long does it go? Seven seventeen hours. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's long. Yeah, no, I mean the the ticket is. I mean, is they six... stop for gas like three times, but like, <laughs> they, but like one guy stops, then the other guy stops. Right, right, right. So make that seventeen hours and three minutes. So, so for the price of one ticket, you can watch a twenty-one hour movie. Dinner is included. Hmm. Wave of the future. See, and like the Wave credits the is like the intermission. Right, right. It's just intermission. Yeah. Everyone's like, woohoo, it's over. So anyway, anyway, like, yeah, Jack it's figures it out. Is there you a know, part two? He kind two? of pieces it together. Oh, no. oh, it's the so, cowboy. And then he, he tells everyone no, and he jumps in a car and he drives off to yeah. so chase we're the this cowboy. Hard for no part Roll two? credits. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Greg. Um, Willow was just asking me, you know, is there a sequel to this movie? It's like, no, no, no. All that, all that at the end of that movie, and there's no sequel. They didn't, like, plan on it? I don't know if they planned it, but there definitely wasn't one. Um, so I don't know what... I don't know. I, I, I think this, this doesn't feel to me like they actually had planned on a sequel. It, it, you know what I mean? It felt to me like this is just like, oh, look at, look at him now. He's got his act together. He's, you know, he's got his confidence and he's confident in himself and he's going to help his friends and, 
Um, some some movies, it yeah, seems like true. they're screaming for a sequel. This one, I didn't get that vibe from. No, you know what? Um, uh, Short Circuit ends the same way. Where you kind of get this sense like there's more to the story, but you, you're okay with the way it ended as well. I'm just okay that it ended. Yeah, I can tell. Zing. Um, so well, anyway. Paul, um, was yes. this film rad? Is this film rad? Was this rad? As a kid, I watched this movie quite a bit. Certainly not as much as uh, our last movie there, Beetlejuice, but um, I do remember watching this quite a bit as a kid. I was a sci-fi, geeky kind of kid. I, I definitely gravitated more toward movies that were like that, science fiction, um, fantasy, that sort of stuff. So I really liked this movie as a kid. I definitely thought it was hilarious that a guy was shrunk and stuck in somebody, and then he got drunk and made him do all kinds of crazy stuff, and his face changed as a kid. I, I, I'm sure I love this, so it, definitely a rad movie. It's a, it's a movie I remember today, um, as far as that goes. Is it still rad? Man, it's such a difficult... This is a difficult one, because there's so much good in this movie. The science fiction is sound. The acting is is all right. It's not awful. It's It's all right. There's just way too much fat. We talk about cutting movies all the time. There's yeah, 40, 40 minutes of useless material in this movie. They could have tightened up the bad guys better. Um, I think they added one, then added one, then added one, and then added another one. Like at the very, it's like it just got too long. So for me, just based on the movie itself, I gotta say it's not rad. It, it was a slog to get through. Um, but there are gems in it, so I would say if, if you get a chance, watch it, just because it is kind of interesting. Um, but overall, it, it's not rad. It, it just didn't hold up as much as it should have. How about you, Yeah, sir? I agree with you that this movie was rad in the 80s. Um, you know, I remember watching it as a as a kid and liking it and, and thinking that the concepts in it were pretty fun. Um, I remember it being on TV every so often. Not, not constantly, yeah. but I'd catch it on TV here and there. Is this film rad? I got to agree, no. And it it is a hard one for me as well, because the movie isn't bad. But this easily is the most egregiously long film we've watched. It doesn't need to be. It easily has a ton of fat to cut out. It's never a good indication that you're watching a good... It's never good when halfway through the movie they're introducing another bad guy. Yes. That's a bad sign, yep. uh, in my opinion. And this movie, yeah, it introduces two. That's <laughs> not enough. We need to introduce two more bad guys. It's really, really weird. Um, so, no. It's worth a watch, but it definitely is not rad. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Willow, it comes down to you. Uh, is this film rad to you? No, it's not rad. It feels like a biology class version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Dang. Good, good pull. Good call up. Yeah, that's another movie that... It feels like sad and boring, just like biology (laughs) class. It was sad and boring. Huge slam. Would you say that this, would you say the sad clown at the beginning kind of really carries through the whole movie as its persona? Yeah. Actually, no, I'd rather go to biology class. At least in there we can color. (laughs) <laughs> wow well there, there it is that's true what what could have made this film rad for you willow what could have saved it anything else like okay. anything <laughs> else jesus stop she's a person i get a feeling like if it's said oh what are you gonna go watch inner space what do you ho- what's that about um i hope it's about anything but what i expect it to be really yeah. i i wish it was a movie i expected you know where he's in space he's doing his like juggling and then he's like oh i lost your ball jk 
pulls out of his sleeve. Whoa! <laughs> yes. I gotta tell you, the magician in space love that concept. I really That's do. A good concept. So. Uh, so anyway, we've come to the end. Let's go ahead and just close this up as quickly as possible. Um, let's thank Mr. Bibbs. Mr. Bibbs, thank you so much for, uh, thank you. constant, uh, constantly donating to this podcast. We appreciate it. Keeps us going. You can find us on Facebook. This was rad. Instagram, Twitter. We are pretty active on those as well. So, uh, thank you very much for that. And, uh, Greg, uh, our next movie, we're going to, we plan out our next couple months of movies now just because we want to have everything kind of solid. We shake it up back and forth on some stuff. I'm kind of excited about our next movie. I really am. Um, what is I, it? Okay. I want to say I've seen it in the last five years, and I want to say it was it, it kind of held up at the time, but I'm not 100%. What is it? Uh, we're going to be watching The Secret of Nim, Gross. which is nope. a, John, a Don Bluth movie, oh. if I recall. Secret of Nim. I believe that's a spelled, Don. I always remember that one because it is spelled weird. Yeah, and I H M, I believe, right? Yes, it's it's it it's uh, M M H. Like an, a little mouse character is gonna die. Yeah, there's, there's there's mice and rats in it. So anyway, I think that's a Don Bluth film. Um, so that's gonna be it. Our... Is it, it? It absolutely is one of the uh, one of the few many Don Bluth uh, uh, films. Yeah, well, I say few. There's only like twelve. You know, Not yeah. like there's a. And we'll get to no, no, we'll right. get to all of them because I, I I don't anyway that's our next movie go uh so we tell you what the next movie is so you can go watch it and then listen and it's kind of cool and if you don't um, want to do that that's okay that is not that is definitely okay yeah definitely come back and listen even if you don't watch I'm so gonna tell cut, your friends I'm gonna cut that us, whole part out review us on it. iTunes interact with us on Twitter uh, send us questions for Willow Willow loves questions she never gets any yeah rate yeah, and review on depressing. iTunes for sure oh give money to my coffee donation. Oh yeah, buy buy Willow some coffee, please, yeah. please. Which we did, it. we did, we had we had one person. Yeah. So thank you, Steve, again. I'd for, like for one specifically with this was rad podcast written on it, so I can take a photo, and then you can post. You want a this was rad mug? Totally, make that. I'll uh, I'll see what we can do, and then I'll just like bring it to Duncan and be like, fill her up. <laughs> fill it. <laughs> anyway, only these mugs are only like twelve dollars. Go buy one; it's pretty sick. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. Bye. I like coffee. Demons talk through you, not to you. Case couldn't tell. <laughs>